0: Welcome to Legends from the Hill, the Franciscan University Alumni Podcast. In celebration of our 75th Jubilee year, we are talking to alumni throughout our history about who they are, what they're doing now, and their candid experiences of life on campus. We're your hosts, Christy Fleming, Director of Alumni Relations, and Megan Cohen,
1: Class of 2010. Join us as we hear how the Franciscan spirit lives on in
0: the lives of our alumni on Legends from the Hill. We are excited to welcome Mary Krolicki to the podcast today. Mary is a 2018 graduate of business management and Spanish. She played on the lacrosse team and was very involved in missionary outreach. After working in the nonprofit world, Mary is now the current RD in Austria at the Kartausa. Mary hosts a podcast about her Austrian experience called The 11th Track. We want to welcome Mary.
1: Hello, Mary. How are you doing today? Good. How are you guys? We're doing great here in the ville. I was just yawning before the podcast started and Mary just said she had six cups of coffee. So yeah. we um we are excited to be here with her uh six hours apart in in yeah. Austria, right, Mary?
2: Yes, yes, straight from Goming, the beloved Goming the Austria. motherland
0: yeah. for motherland. so many of us from one campus yeah. to the other. It's good to have you yeah. here.
2: Yes, it is fun. It's good. It's good to be reminded of main campus. I think sometimes you can just be in the cartels and be like, ah, but it's good. It's good to talk to our friends on the other side of the pond.
0: It's the car- true. The cartels is really all you need. I mean, that <laughs> is just. It's okay if you want to stay yeah. in that world. It's good. Yeah.
2: Well, it's great right now. The like leaves are changing, oh. so it's like that really pretty. Like you can kind of smell fall. This morning, I woke up and it was just like. You can, like, smell the wood burning and the leaves changing, and it's just like, oh, it's a great, great smell, a great, like, atmosphere, so.
1: Oh, my gosh. okay, I don't know if it's the
2: same over there in (laughs) Steubenville.
1: It is. We were just doing our fire the other day, and every time I'm outside now and I smell the fire, it used to remind me of my childhood, but now uh, I think gomming has usurped that. So every time I'm outside now and I smell that, I think about my because I went in the spring. So it was, very, fires were yeah. burning all the time. Super cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So Mary, yeah. can you
1: tell us, I mean, you're in Gomming right now, but we got to go mm-hmm. back. We got to figure out how yeah. you got it, yeah, how you even got to Franciscan in the first place. So can you tell us where you're from and how you happened to land at Franciscan?
2: Yeah. Um, I'm from Northern Virginia, um, which I know like a lot of, there's a lot of Franny alum there but I was like not exposed to Franciscan um at all really um it wasn't on my radar until my high school chaplain he is yeah it's a funny kind of long story but it the, the good part is that he like he was like Mary I want you to apply and I was like, I don't really want to go because that's where you go to just become a nun. Like, that's what happens when you go to Franciscan. And I was like, I don't want to, but like, I'll do it. because. And he was like, Well, I'll pay for it. Like, I'll pay for your application, which is hysterical because the application is free.
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> He's very generous.
2: I know he is. And that's like a classic priest thing, too, you know? Right. Um, so but he- yeah, I do like, oh, a lot to him, Father Michael Kelly, he was an alum. um, So like, I owe a lot to him, because he like, kind of forced me to apply under false pretenses, which is fine. (laughs) Um, But then I ended up visiting. um, And yeah, through like some other alumni that I happened to know. um, And I like was on campus and just felt like the for the first time I've ever felt like peace. Um, And I wasn't super, super into my faith. So just like meeting people who were like actually into their faith and people who like cared about each other. Like you could sense so palpably like that people actually cared about one another. And I had like never really experienced that. So I think I came back from that campus visit and I was like, Oh no, I liked that more than I wanted to. Like he was right. Um, so yeah, I ended up flipping a coin and, um, for my college decision day, which you you I flipped highly a coin. Suggest, yeah. <laughs> I highly suggest it was like college decision day. I'll never forget. Like I flipped the coin and it didn't land on Franciscan. Well, first I asked my parents for a vote, but it didn't go well. What was the
1: uh-huh. other what was the other
2: place? It was uh the University of Mary Washington. Yeah. You would know it if you're from Virginia. Yeah. Down in Fredericksburg. Um and I, yeah, I was going to play the cross. It was just like anyway, it's just like funny. And it landed on Mary Wash. It married, landed on the other school. And I had anxiety. And again, I was like, I don't, what is this? Um, and that's basically the rules of discernment right there. It's flip a coin. And if there's anxiety, then don't do it. <laughs> do the so other. there I you said, go. Okay, Franciscan.
1: Now you know how Mary uh, chose all, everything else in her life. That's yeah, why she's that's in Austria right now. No, yeah, <laughs> that's,
2: yeah, exactly. Uh, kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay. So you get to Franciscan, this place where you have felt all this peace and I mean, so you were going to go to another college for lacrosse. So did you mm-hmm. do that
2: here too? Or what did you get involved in? Yeah, that was a big part. Um, I like firmly believe like I wouldn't go I wouldn't have gone to Franciscan if it didn't have a lacrosse program. That was really what I was like fully intending on doing, um, since I was like young. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and it it worked out great. I was one of, I, when I was a freshman, um, that was the third year of the program of the women's lacrosse program. So we joked, that was like, we called it the pioneer days <laughs> and it really was. Um, but yeah, I, my, lacrosse was like probably the most formative experience I had at Franciscan, just like as a woman, as a friend. Um, and yeah, just like as a human person. Um, so yeah, lacrosse is really big. I was also in Regina Angelorum, um, not for very long. I joined pretty late, <laughs> and then um, I did a lot of missions. I did Ecuador, we used to have like an Ecuador mission immersion program. I did that. Interesting. Um, so,
1: what was that? What does that consist of? Because I don't think I've ever heard of that with that. Mission. Yeah, it died.
2: So, <laughs> <laughs> probably why. So, after my freshman year, so this is 2015, um, we went to Ecuador for the whole summer, um, and we did. Two classes. It was like two mini sessions. Um and as well as um mission. Like so we'd do class and mission, class and mission. Um because and it you was were a Spanish awesome. major, correct? hmm Yeah, I was a Spanish and business management major. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I got two Spanish classes in and was able to like yeah, really experience culture down there. Um and it was it was epic and um some professors in um, probably Matt Russick and sister Monica came with us in mm-hmm. um, a small crew. It was, it was great. So then we tried to bring it back my sophomore year. Um, some of the logistics didn't work out. Um, so then it kind of died. And then my senior year, um, Rhett Young, who you guys definitely know, he's such a funky character. I love that man. But he approached me and was like, let's bring it back. Like let's bring back summer mission. So we brought it back um and that was 2018 um and yeah i led it and it was like a new and improved kind of thing but Ecuador summer mission as it is today was like yeah started in 2018 and i was really really proud to be a part of that so
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Were you so you studied business management in Spanish what mm-hmm. were you hoping to do with that did you know when you started or missions are great yeah.
2: <laughs> Yeah, not move to a German-speaking country, that's for sure. (laughs)
0: Probably not. Um,
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's funny. I actually use Spanish way more than I was expecting to here, Um, usually when I'm in Italy, which totally doesn't Mm -hmm. check out, or talking to Dr. uh, Carino. But it is – yeah, I was hoping to work in, like, the nonprofit um, sphere. Um, I I thought that I wanted to do, like – long-term missions in South America. And I tried it for a little bit, said, no, it's not for me. Um, but yeah, ended up working right when I graduated for a small nonprofit called Creatio, based out of Denver that, um, yeah, I was living in Denver, but I was traveling to South America and Central America often, and Europe as well, mm-hmm. um, to lead pilgrimages and backpacking trips and mission trips. Um, and that's kind of what landed me, ends up landing me here, um, in Austria as the resident director, um, was just like, yeah, getting really comfortable and really enjoying bringing people into new experiences and new encounters with different cultures. Um, and yeah, I wanted to be there for the students in that. Um, so yeah, the, I use my management skills more or less a lot. Um, and the Spanish is just like a really fun sprinkle, um, in there, but I, yeah, I loved, I loved learning Spanish and everyone should,
0: There you go. <laughs> so oh, really cool.
2: my yeah. plug for Spanish.
0: How, um, how fluent do you feel like you are over there? Cause I feel like you could probably practice it quite often. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you
1: travel. I mean, do you travel I, on your own too, to, you know, Spain mm, and other Spanish
2: Yeah. I get a few countries. weekends off in the semester Um, it was actually funny a few weeks ago, I was in Spain and I had rented a Airbnb, you can rent vans like camper vans that you live oh out of. Oh my god. Highly gosh. recommend. It was so fun. <laughs> this is what I speak and I know it sounds like a dream, like I don't do anything productive, but like I was on an <laughs> island. <laughs> in and, Spain
1: in a camper that's an Airbnb. Yeah, you should be on their yeah. commercial.
2: Oh you know. I know I really should. <laughs> you yeah, um yeah. But it was funny cuz I Was irresponsible and I left the lights on. It was a 19 a van from 1989. So like the lights weren't bright, but I left the lights on, killed the battery. That I had to like go tell people that I I needed somebody to jump me. So I did that whole conversation in Spanish, and we ended up getting the car running. So. If that tells you how fluent I am, there you go. Okay, there you go. You survived. That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs>
1: good for you. Wow.
2: It's, it's not perfect grammatically, but we can get the job done. So that's <laughs> <Yeah>. what matters.
1: <laughs> that's pretty incredible. That's and cool. cool. Did you? Did you go to Austria when you were at Franciscan too? Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Yeah, I went in fall 2016. Okay. Um, okay. and it was it was awesome. So, did you yeah, ever think I, that
1: you'd be back, or did you? turn around and look at the cart- cartels and say,
2: so long. I'll never see you again. <laughs> yeah, like a single tear running Right, going. exactly. Um, I kind of like maybe had a hunch that I would be back. Um, Sarah Harmon, who was the resident director in when I was a student, um, I got pretty close with. And then she came back and worked on main campus. She ends up coming with me to Ecuador. I ended up leading a Pier Giorgio Pilgrimage with her post-grad um, so I just like kept the relationship alive with her. And I think that that is like, to me, the cartels is like, yeah, partially the building and everything, but like, I probably wouldn't have come back if I hadn't like kept the relationship with her alive and with Brian Kissinger, shout out to Brian. Um, and yeah, he was the director of student life, um, who kind of like welcomed me, um, and invited me to come back. So I didn't really think that I would, but and now I'm like, oh, this, this makes sense. And that's usually how God works, right? You're like, I see what you did there.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's normally after the fact that you're like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. you like, you are I kind of
2: asked for this weird and you you gave it to me. Fun. <laughs> yeah, it's usually how it is.
1: When we had Sister Joan Paul on the podcast, she had a similar experience. And she didn't get to go to Austria when they, they started the program after her. But then she got to do mm-hmm. two tours in Austria as a oh. TOR sister. And so we always ca- kind of thought that that was funny because she was saying, I'll never get to go there. And then she finds her vocation and she's there for like, I think like a third of it or something we figured out, which is pretty incredible. So, you know, the Lord.
2: and the cart house is like one of those places that it's like, everyone has a weird connection to it somehow. Um, yeah, I was living in Denver. One of my roommates, her dad was a part of, um, the ITI. And so she like grew up here at the Cartosa and has like pictures mm-hmm. and they lived like really close to where my apartment is now. And like she didn't go to Francisca at all. So it's just those kinds of things where you're like the Cartasa just like really is a place of like hospitality and welcome. And I think a lot of people have these like great experiences with it as like its own like thing, its own like person almost, mm-hmm. the Cartusa itself. Yeah. So
0: yeah. So can you tell us maybe from a different perspective, we've, many of us have had the student perspective, Mm -hmm. uh, from the RD perspective, what do you uh, see and what is your main Mm -hmm. role and position over there?
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I kind of joke, like I'm part, like I'm like part student in a way, like where I'm just kind of like in the the mix of things, but I'm also like sometimes getting people in trouble when they deserve it only. And then partially like creating the fun. Um, so yeah, I think a a major role of me is just trying to make sure that students are having a good time and like a holistic experience, um, and just like helping them through that. So a lot of just like relational ministry more or less, um, which I think is just like, yeah, I look back on my time when I was over here and I think a lot of my friends did that to me and I did it back. So I think that's like something that a lot of students can understand of like, Austria is pretty like intense with the studies are pretty intense. I don't know if it's always been this way, but like the classes like are are pretty hard. Um, And then just like the stress of traveling and of planning and all those things, I think, and being homesick, just like away from home. um, I think it just like creates a pretty, like almost like a, yeah, like uh, Sarah Harmon, the old RD used to call it like a greenhouse. Um, So it's like very like pressurized in a way. Um, But I think any student can kind of understand like when you're being a good friend to one another, it's, yeah, just helping each other like through, through the experience. And that's kind of what I'm there for. Um, But as someone who has been around for a while, so I can kind of give some like pro tips more or less. Um, And then also just like help. What was I?
1: Oh, I was going to say, you're like the expert uh, hoster on Airbnb. You're like pro tip, you know, mm-hmm. you're like the expert, um, you know, cartels. Yeah, recommendation and the- giver. Exactly. But I'm sure a yeah. lot of what you do is also you can see it from the outside. So you can say, OK, mm-hmm. you know, I want to try to help these kids find a balance, too. And, and right. so that spiritually they're being fed and emotionally and socially. So you can kind right. of like step out and be like, it's going to be OK. Take a breath. Right. You know and cherish your time. You know.
2: Yeah. And it is funny, it's like there's a little bit too where I I especially when I my first semester back was the fall. And the group that we had was very reminiscent of my group with just like loud people and like a bunch of AMDG boys running around and like hooting and hollering and like pranks constantly happening. And that was definitely what my semester was like. And there was just like, yeah, this like huge twinge of nostalgia. And I think a lot of people, when they come back to the Cartels to visit, that's actually like the biggest kind of like thing I hear is that people are like, Oh, it's not, this is so different than what I remember and I think what, what people actually remember is the people. Yes. So when they come back to their cartels and they're like this, there's something not right. It's that your friends aren't running around with you. Um, so I think that, that was just kind of interesting for me to come back, um, and be like, where are my friends? Like I was like missing my friends. Um, and like, yeah, my friends that were here with me as a student, like really deeply impacted me. And, um, I like really loved them dearly. So it was weird to be here without them. Um, but yeah, you kind of just as an RD, you just kind of make new friends with the new students and um, you get really sad when they leave and then you welcome a new group and just kind of like a big wave back and forth all the time. So, yeah. I don't know if that even answered your question, yeah. but there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: that's great. I was Thoughts? when you're thinking when you were saying, um, you know, it it's different. It's funny because I was back a couple summers ago and it's like a lot of the structures are the exact same. It's like Mm -hmm. the beds are the same that they were 30 some years ago when the program started. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah. So that's, that's an interesting thought of like, it really is the people over there. Mm -hmm. Um, and the personal experiences of praying, studying, traveling, Mm -hmm. all of that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, It's cool. It's cool that there's like this kind of like blanket experience that everyone has from the place itself. And then, yeah, there's like individual little experiences with the people and the places that people visit um, Mm -hmm. within that. But there's this cool like common denominator that everyone has from studying abroad here, which I think is like the beauty of having another campus and not just a bunch of Mm
0: -hmm. different
2: programs that we would study abroad in. Um, Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, we'll just give a little plug here. We have a alumni Austria reunion next summer, so, uh, it is June 24th to July 3rd. So, if anybody wants to come, we'll be in gomming for four nights, we'll be in Salzburg for two, and Vienna for two nights. So, do it. You can meet I'll Mary. Be there. Yeah, Mary, we'll hang there. out. <laughs> there we go.
2: <laughs> She'll give you the experience, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We'll drink some uh, Brow and yeah. do some fun stuff. I don't know. (laughs) But that's the perfect time. That's the perfect time to come to Austria. And usually if you were a student, you never were there during the summer. And actually, the summer is just absolutely gorgeous. So... Yeah, I would. I would go even if I didn't live here. So you <laughs> should all come too.
0: <laughs> please, please, please. All right. So, question. I mean, you are mm. constantly giving advice to students. Um, do you have any advice that you would give to mm-hmm. either current students or young alums who might be yeah. in a similar place of you and have had um, some really cool experiences and just following the Lord?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's funny. I was talking to the group we were were just in um, for us appeared Giorgio this past weekend, and I was with Father Gregory Pine. Shout out to him. Who's an um, alumni
1: and been on our podcast.
0: Yeah. I know. So, I
2: actually gave him like a really hard time when, as soon as I saw him, I was like, father, guess who else got asked to be on the podcast? Not all B-list celebrities. It's also humble people like me.
1: <laughs> B-list. <laughs> B-list celebrities. I think, yeah, oh me, gosh, he would love Like that. low
2: B. Low, we give him, him and Brian Kissinger are both like low B-list Catholic celebrities. Yeah, we don't I want them to getting
1: death. too big of a head here. No, We are Catholic, can't. okay? No, so. exactly. Humility.
2: You gotta, yeah, humility. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, him and I were both talking about how I think for the students that are here, like now I've just seen like a lot of like, um, worry about like discernment. And I think that like, especially when I came back into the Franciscan bubble, I forgot how much. Franciscan students tend to use the word discernment it like it's a lot a lot <laughs> you need to start a tally and,
1: like a big white yeah. board somewhere in the what is that the Franciscus house and be like
2: yeah if I hear the word discernment one more time one more time I I mean honestly we would be able to like fund a lot a <laughs> lot with that but I yeah I think that there there is just this like um big pressure to like discern and discern well um but I think um almost in a way that's like crippling. So yeah, I mean, I joked about like flipping a coin about like making some life decisions, but I think there is something of just like, it's okay to just like make a move um, in any direction and then just kind of like live with that and like, just trust that the Lord has you. And like, yeah, if you're living in a state of grace, like you can't mess up your life too much. Mm -hmm. So like, God won't let that happen to you. And um i think like yeah taking risks taking calculated risks but not over calculating so much that you don't you don't do anything um and i think a big a big key of that that's especially what i would say for like the students currently um that are like thinking about what to do next um but i think like for postgrad too, just like taking time for silence like i think that that's something that we like yeah take for granted but um especially when you don't have like the port or like the sacred heart chapel here or whatever, just like in your daily life, like taking time for silence. Um, and especially for people who are like <clears throat> struggling with the faith after Franciscan and not having a community to help build you up. Just like, yeah, trying to actually like live and cultivate a culture of like silence within your life. Um, and if that like, yeah, mother Teresa, like that will bring prayer. Um, but yeah, I think that like the silence is like a big thing of, I've seen, especially here, why people have such an impactful time okay. is because they're actually, like, away from their phones, away from, like, all the distraction, um, and it's, like, that silence that, like, helps them actually reflect, and, yeah, therefore, like, discern better, um, and, yeah, just, like, live a more grounded um, experience of life, so, mm,
1: yeah. Like more freedom
2: mm, in that. For sure.
1: Oh, that's really beautiful. I love that. Mm-hmm. Silence and... And don't worry so much. Yeah. You know? Just make it. It's easier to redirect like a what is it, a rolling stone or a rolling ball than it is a ball or a stone that's just sitting there. So just exactly just start going.
2: Yeah. Just start moving. Don't don't worry too much. Yeah.
0: Very good.
1: <clears throat> All right, so we're going to jump right into our hot takes from the hill, and we want to hear who your favorite professor was when you were on campus mm-hmm. or in Austria. I don't want to mm-hmm. uh, you know not include that. Yeah
2: i'll do a two for one and I'll say the Descalzos. they're both spanish professors Pr- professor Kurtz and dr Descalzo. they're married so that's a two for one Descalzo's and my hit two
0: good for you yeah there you go mm-hmm.
2: um
0: and what was your favorite class um sexual medical
2: morality Ooh. not for my i like did not need to be in that class but with <laughs> dr newton that man's a genius and such a fun class and super like applicable to life.
1: that's awesome. I, I find it really interesting how many people say their favorite class or their favorite professor vice versa was not in their major at all like it's mm-hmm. really funny to me a lot of times it's like yeah. one of them in their major loved it and then the other one professor or class yeah. is totally different. So I kind of feel yeah, I think like think it like sometimes... stretches
2: your brain in a way that you're not yeah
1: yeah not used to exactly yeah okay. how about your f- favorite place? to study as a student <laughs>
2: um I I have like good memories I worked at the field house for a bit um so I have good remem- memories of like studying at this I don't even know if it exists anymore but like <laughs> there was this really weird desk like in the middle of the
0: doors yeah
2: when you yeah. opened the field house and that's like I was like the field house manager which like still don't really understand what that like job were title you, meant
0: were you checking ID cards or something Y-
2: yeah. I was like, answering questions maybe I was supposed to answer like look at ID guards. But <laughs> I really just sat there and it was freezing in there. Yes. But it, it's like because it's really cold. It's basically you're outside. Um, but I would like study and I would get a lot of homework done then. It's a good um, job. And that's kind of the only memory I have. I think I studied in the library too, but like those memories dwindle in time so they truly do you got your degree that's what matters <laughs> yeah, honestly yeah in
1: spanish and business which is not yeah. easy and,
2: so and i did pretty good in school so i must have studied but <laughs> we believe you
0: we believe you man. you're on the yeah. podcast
1: you're not a b-list yeah. celebrity but you're on the podcast hey,
0: so. yeah
2: yeah <laughs>
0: Oh, my that's gosh. great. Did you have a favorite friar or sister from your time as a student?
2: Yeah. Padre Matt um, Rasek. He's the best. He went to Ecuador with me and he's now in Herndon, Virginia, where I am a parishioner. So super fun oh, to great. see him when I go home. Yeah. yeah. So
1: he's a T.R. then, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's a
2: TR. Yeah.
1: Pa- now, does he like to go by Padre or do you just call him? Oh, Padre? no.
2: I think it just <laughs> depends who you talk to. Probably Father Matt, but most people would know him by Father Matt. Um, but he does the Spanish masses at my parish. So to me, he's Padre Matt still.
0: Yeah. And he he's doing great. He's hosting um, a lot of alumni events for us. Um, yeah. Yeah. There. So we were, yeah, we were just there a couple months ago. We'll probably be there, you know, as often as we can mm-hmm. with him. So.
1: Yeah, Thanks super
2: fun. Father Matt. Go Herndon. St. Joe's.
0: There
1: it is. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then one of our favorite questions. Have you ever run into an alumni in an unexpected place?
2: Um yeah. I was leaving the Camino a few years ago and a girl, an alum who was actually a household sister i didn't know her name is natalie grabowski she rocks she's in pittsburgh but yeah she did the whole camino with me Mm -hmm. and i like had no idea
1: did you just start for people that don't know which i'm sure most people do but it's like a very it's a essentially a pilgrim it's a pilgrimage a long hike Mm -hmm. and how many miles is it or kilometers
2: it just depends where you start but we did like 200 kilometers 250 kilometers of it Um,
1: so did you just show yeah. up and you, you met her and then you figured it out?
2: Yeah, I saw her. She We were in the airport and she like had signed up for this trip that I was helping lead, but I had no idea that she was from Franciscan just because mm-hmm. I had like seen her name, but I had no idea if she was from Franciscan. And something in my gut was like, I think she's a Franny like me. <laughs> and I asked her and yeah, it was really cool. It was, it was fun to walk, hike the Camino with her and then, like some days we would do like angels rosary since we were both Aww. in angels. So yeah, it was like That's a really great. special experience and I still keep in touch with her. Um, and like, she's almost, yeah, she's a good bit older than me. So it was just mm. kind of cool to have like something to unite us. That's yeah. really cool. I love Yeah,
0: that. I love his story. Very good. Mm. All right. Well, Mary, thank you so much for joining. It's good yeah. to go down memory lane for those of us who are in Austria and just to hear about your life trajectory and all the places mm. that you've allowed the Lord to take you. So thank you yeah. for sharing.
2: Yeah. Thanks for having me.
0: Sure.
2: Was yeah, a and come, come to Austria in June, everyone.
0: Yeah. All June. right. Come, come hang come. with Mary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Mary.
2: Yeah. Thank you.
0: Thank you for joining us on another episode of Legends from the Hill. If you liked this conversation, please share it with an alumni you think would also enjoy it. And be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Franciscan Alumni to stay up to date on events in your area and news on campus.
1: Do you know an alumni who has a story to tell? We want to hear legends from throughout our 75 year history. Email us suggestions for the podcast at alumni at franciscan.edu. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode of Legends
0: from the Hill.